listening to Mod Pod, brought to you in association with the River Alehouse Greenwich, South East London Pub of the Year 2022. Hello and welcome to the latest instalment of Mod Pod. My name's Gavin Villanus and joining me tonight at the Charlton Athletic Museum is BDL, Big Dave Lockwood, twiddling the knobs. Evening. Hi Dave. Evening. How you doing, you alright? Yeah, good. And making his full Mod Pod debut is Mr Clive Harris from the museum. How you doing, mate? Yeah, not so bad, Gavin. Good. It's fair to say um, the three of us are all quite excited about our guest. A true oh, yeah. fan favourite, a man who indelibly wrote himself into the Charlton history books 30 years ago when he let fly with that cultured left foot, sending a packed, emotionally charged valley into raptures. Colin Walsh, welcome to Mod Pod. Oh, thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for coming, man. How are you, how are you doing? Yes, I'm doing well. Doing well, apart from the traffic tonight getting here. It was uh, <laughs> a little bit uh, hard, but uh, no, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. Why is it, why is it um, only left feet that are cultured, would you say? Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> don't tell Robert Lee that. <laughs> Robert Lee was the, best, uh, the most cultured player I've ever played with. But he was right-footed. But uh, they reckon left-footed players in my generation were hard to come by. Right. So uh, when they got one, they kept it. <laughs> well, thanks for coming. It's great to see you. Yeah, you're welcome. No problem. And, uh, yeah, you'll be signing some pictures later for us, hopefully. That is no problem. Some other memorabilia. Yeah. So, um, since we last yeah. recorded, Dave, um, it's been a bit of an upturn in performances, hasn't there? Yeah. I mean, the last one I couldn't make, so you lot all did it on Zoom and we put it out and um, it sounded really good, by the way. Thank, Thank you very you. much for that. Yeah, good guys. Yeah, but... It was all a bit of doom and gloom before Christmas and, and, and certainly over the Christmas period. And then Dean Holden's come in and, well, <laughs> bloody love him. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? Because it's, yeah. it's only, what, been three weeks? Or yeah. A bit long, and already everybody seems to have warned to him, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's, he's got... He's got that Charlton feel about him. He yeah. gets us. And I know he's been to the museum, Clive, hasn't he? Yeah, uh, but he just... Yeah, he, uh, and he brought his dad around as well. It yeah. wasn't like a... Sometimes people come up here to be seen at the museum, but he wanted his dad to see it as well and understand that culture. And I think the real thing that appeals to us all is that Dean's actually a football fan. Yeah. He knows, you know, what it's like to be a football fan yeah. on that other side. So I, I said to you earlier, Dave, it, for me it feels like Powell-esque almost. It's got that little yeah. touch of Chris. It's early yeah. days, Yeah, but you could see from the minute he came in, they looked better organised as a side. They looked like... Everyone knew what was expected of them, where they were meant to be, yeah. and that's progressed, progressed. Yeah, that, you know, that, um, blip at Oxford aside. Yeah, I think he was trying stuff out at Oxford, though, wasn't he? I mean, he, he's not had the luxury of a pre-season where he can, no, he can try it. No. It was quite a costly experiment, I guess. But um, the Barnsley game at the weekend is a case in point. I think under Garner, we'd have lost that. Yeah. Because it was scrappy, it wasn't pretty, but we found a way to win. Yeah. Um, and I think that's quite a good example of what Dean Holden has bought. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It was a scrappy, go- a scrappy game, but um, but we took our chances. We took our chances. Still for a some chance. nice football we're playing. Yeah, yeah. Still some expensive football, you know. Yeah. Still spread it around. Yeah. Midfield's looking great. And and Tyrese Campbell, the way he took his goal, what a first goal to score! Mm. I just I thought that was the most, the tactically the best thing because Dean Holden would have known that Barnsley had a whole week while we were up at Old Trafford, you know, jumping mm. around and shouting reds off. A whole week <laughs> analysing Charlton and how they set up and how to combat that. And what happens is out of the blue, none of them expect his name to be on there. Barnsley haven't looked at him, he scores a goal. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a, a masterclass, really, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. First of many, I hope. Yeah, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. And you obviously mentioned Manchester, some of you went. Some of us couldn't get time off work, but there we are. Overrated. <laughs> Yeah. 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 You didn't get thrown was, out then. Yeah. It was boring though. <laughs> no, it was it was absolutely fantastic. I took my little boy up, and it was just it, re- it reminded you how it used to be. Didn't oh, it? I mean, every pub up there, wasn't it? Before was just full of Charlton fans mm-hmm, yeah. and going to the ground, Yippie and Goodbye Horse, and that ringing around in the streets outside. It was just a fantastic night, and they, and they played so well. Yeah, and I, and I saw a stat on Twitter today. I don't know. I don't know if it's been confirmed yet. But that uh, trip that we that we had up to Man, uh, Man U was their highest attendance this season. They are, yeah. Well, they came for the Charlton, yeah, didn't they? they? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I watched it indoors. I, I got a. <clears throat> I was in Canada apparently so uh, I was watching it and the atmosphere came across you could hear all you could hear was Charlton fans you could hear Valley Floyd Road being sung you know everything was was Charlton and they you lot backed the team for for 90 plus minutes and, and that was you know 
it was a proper old school Charlton performance, yeah. wasn't it? It was like the old days. Three, really three in the morning, arrived yeah. home as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my biggest worry was, was that we were going to go up there and get humiliated. Yeah. We didn't want to go up there and get like hit for nine or, or something no. like that. But that wasn't the case at all. No. You know, admittedly, they were all over us for large periods <laughs> and it was backs against the walls for some time. But... We battled and battled, and and we were always in the game. And didn't Sean Clare do well for yeah. being skinned? Yeah. He had him on toast the first twenty yeah. minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. And he just like reset and played brilliant yeah. after that. I thought. And yeah. Scott Fraser chance. Yeah. You know, and we, you know, let's face it, we were a kind of, you know, half chance sort of scuff away from taking it to penalties. Yeah, you could just see their quality in that. Balls, we weren't under hitting balls, they weren't being cut out because they were misplaced. You were playing against a team that knew where to yeah, be, they yeah. were using the space so well that you invariably, you know, that first chance, Dobbo in the first yeah, half, yeah, that just run through to Raksaki. Who knows? But, yeah, you know, yeah, it's fair to say they, they are better than us. Well, yes, <laughs> quieter, yeah. 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 Quieter. I for me, the, the highlight was Dobbo. Nutmegging Maguire. I mean, that was superb. That really was. I had to quickly look at that and said, can we rewind this? And there was no rewind button. You know, it's like one of those, you wait for it to come out as a clip on, on, on Twitter and that. And it was, it was just joyous. There was, a, there was a short period where we probably were a bit in awe of them. Yeah. But that didn't last long. And then they rolled their sleeves first up. 15, they... Yeah, first 15, 20 minutes looked a little bit dodgy. And, and then I think, you know, we, got, we climbed into it. And, and the second half we came out and we took the game to them. And it was United. They had to change yeah. the game plan, not yeah. us. Yeah, they uh, did. It, it was quite flattering to see. Yeah. You know, look around and see those three coming on. You know, you bring in Casemiro and Rashford. And Rashford is such a good player. I, I mean, I, I he's and a United Ericsson. player. Eh? Ericsson as well came on. Well, yeah, Ericsson as well. Forget about him. But, yeah. but <laughs> I... I, I Love Marcus Rash. I think he's yeah, a yeah. fantastic footballer, and yeah. I love watching him play. And when I saw him coming, I was just like, "Oh God, here we go!" Well, <laughs> and it was only two goals. Thank God. So. I'm an England fan as well. So yeah, it was great to see him. So, yeah, you know. yeah, it was. But uh, it's it's been positive. So fingers crossed for the future. It's going to be a little bit more. Um, uh, fingers crossed. A result against yeah. Peterborough, and I might start to dream. Oh. I can't wait. Oh, you going? Going. Exeter train tickets booked. Yeah. You know, like your style. This is it. Yeah. But you know, I mean, if you do get if we do get a result, which is not beyond the realms of fantasy that we win Better against. Better few Peterborough over the years. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh yeah. And then I mean, Bolton will be difficult, won't it? Yeah, yeah, it will be. Yeah. But I mean, I know it's all lifts and hands. But you know, we get a couple more results, and it's like, oh, this could be on. But maybe that's get it. If we finish eighth, I'd be happy because we can build on it next year. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That, and, and then maybe we'll have a clearer picture of exactly who owns our football. <laughs> <laughs> well, what direction yeah, is going? Yeah, that's yeah. a whole other podcast, <laughs> yeah. drive, isn't it? Yeah. Really? But, um, but yeah. So no, I was just going to say we should say that uh, Will and Steve. Yeah. I'm missing. Yeah, they are tonight, aren't Will they? Will is making uh, frantic last-minute uh, preparations for his wedding in Colombia. Wow. Uh, and uh, on a similar theme, Steve's on honeymoon in Mauritius. So, Mauritius? Uh, yeah. I know. I tried to get him to move it. God. But, uh, <laughs> actually, it's not a bad thing. Uh, they're sitting this one out because I was speaking to Will in the week and he thought we were getting Paul Walsh. <laughs> uh, he's a good-looking one. <laughs> he's a good-looking one. Uh, really? <laughs> Steve thought we were getting the fella off the chase. Yeah. <laughs> Bradley, my, my cousin. <laughs> so, um, Walshie, um, obviously we're going to talk about Charlton and your Charlton career, but I want to briefly rewind a few years before you signed for us and talk a bit about your time at Forest, if that's all right, specifically playing for Brian Clough. What was, what was it like playing under Cloughy? It was uh, terrifying, to tell you the truth. <laughs> but uh, no, no, I played there for uh, eight, eight, eight and a half years until um, one day I was actually captain of the club when I went in. I said to him that uh, I'd like uh, a new contract and everything like that. And he came, well, um, to tell you the truth, there's your train ticket. He says, Charlton <laughs> want to sign you and nipping to see Graham Taylor at Watford because he wants to sign you as well on the way, way through to Charlton. And I thought, well, that's the end of my career here, isn't it? And uh, no, it was really good, uh, uh, especially the team we played in. And we played football all the time. It was like, and I'd, I'd like to just say, uh, I've been to the last home games here, and the atmosphere and the way the player, the team's playing, is totally different than it was just before Christmas. Right. And it is mm -hmm. up to the manager. I think it's down to the manager, right. who's just changed the whole system. Mm -hmm. And he, I think he knows how the players can play. 
and they're playing well. It is more encouraging, isn't it? Yeah. It just it just seems like if anything, we we can get we're getting up the pitch a bit quicker, aren't we? We are playing two up front, which is a hell of a big difference at home. Yeah, yeah. And that that I think that was what was. Uh, annoying people as much because we weren't attacking and when you're at home mm-hmm. you have to attack you have to win yeah basically yeah sure playing out from the back is is, is all well and good but um, if you're not winning your games no you need, yeah. you need a boulder kick up the pitch yeah <laughs> it's still league one really. yeah. 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 yeah 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 well yeah I, I remember when every goalkeeper launched it out of the pitch yeah. it didn't yeah. seem that mm. long ago that that's what you did yeah. Bob Boulder. Yeah, yeah. Should, yeah. <laughs> but you didn't know what direction Bob's went. <laughs> Bob yeah. Boulder's fabulously it's bendy boots. <laughs> no, but it was a good time at Forest. Uh, yeah. I had eight years there, as I said, but uh, he was a, a character. Uh, I'm sure. Character. Yeah. Were you on? Were you among the team, the the, cut, the European Cup winning squad? Yeah, I was uh, the second one in um, Madrid, but I was only on the bench because my my best mate Mark uh, Gary Mills. He was actually playing. He was 18-year-old and he got a game. But I was only there to keep him company because the rest of the team never knew who he was. Really? But I never knew who I was. <laughs> and that eventually, at the end of the game, I was going round with the team like, uh, like we won the European Cup. Yeah. And no one knew who I was and it was great. You got a medal, didn't you? <laughs> oh, I got a medal, yeah. Right. I've got yeah. my shirt and everything. I've got my shirt in a frame and things like that. Oh, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I was talking to a mate of mine who's a Forest fan and he told me to mention the uh, Parkhead goal. Oh that? yeah, uh, but yeah, it was the quarterfinals of the UEFA Cup, and uh, we drew nil nil with them at Forest, and we beat them two one up there. Myself and Steve Hodge scored. Right, and I don't think my father spoke to me for about two and a half years. <laughs> 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 he was a strong, strong uh, Celtic supporter, but that that was a good night. That, mm. and and then he, he said that uh, he, he told me to mention and elect ref bribing. Does that really oh yeah, yeah. That was a uh, that and was the semi finals. That was yeah. Well, I thought because because my friend is quite a bitter man. <laughs> yeah, but he said no. It's, a, it's actually no. It was. We were going to take them to well, we did take them to court. Then it went to the European court. Right. And the referee admitted it and everything like that. But well, sadly, he he passed away. So right. it, it just wasn't. <laughs> and it was uh, it was going to court. And I think we had the old Tottenham chairman was chairman of the uh, Forest at the time. Right. And he got us all to meet up again. It was years after it. And he had all the tapes from the referee going back in and asking for more money. And yeah, yeah. So we were going to get um, like quite a bit of money because we, we could have turned around and said, well, we would have played in the final and we would have moved on for millions of pounds and things yeah. like that. And course, got, yeah. But uh, that, that was our, <laughs> our case, but it never, it never came to fruition. Okay. Wow. I mean, Belgium. <laughs> Won't go there, will we? <laughs> What, what, was, it, was that the season that Anderlecht got yeah. to the final? Yeah, they played, they played Tottenham so in the final. Played, I went to yeah. that. Yeah, we would have went to the yeah. final and played Tottenham. I went to that because well, I, I played football at school and our, our games teacher had Spurs season tickets. Yeah. And uh, I used to go along and I was saying to Gav earlier, I think I saw you score the first ever goal on live oh, on TV. TV. Yeah, yeah, that was... Um, uh, it was against uh, Spurs. It was, uh, seems it was a Sunday, big match live, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was... Um, the first goal, but we lost 2-1. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, yeah. I think Glenn Hoddle scored a piece Yeah, Glenn of volley, Hoddle and the right winger, I can't remember. A great volley. Um, but I went to the European, uh, the final. Yeah, because they won in penalties, penalties, didn't they? they uh, yeah. Walker saved it. Missed a penalty or something, yeah. did he, or scored? I'm sure. I mean, I was, there we are. I you just didn't remember. get thrown out of that one, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Where's this I don't get thrown out of grounds often. I just remember where I was that game, that Forest uh, Forest Spurs game, the very first big match live. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to say where I was, but I remember where I was that day. Well, yeah. so, <laughs> right. Not on the pod, let's say that. Why won't you tell yeah. us where you were? No, 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 no. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you when it's not recorded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't married then, let's say that. Oh, we can have a guess then. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cluffy put you on a train. And, Indeed uh, he did. And then he signed you. Um, so, how did, that, how did that all pan out? How did it come about? It came about that uh, he was interested in me the, uh, a couple of weeks before and we actually played Charlton on the Tuesday night and I think we won 4-1 four, four or something. Yep. Mm. Well, then on that, this happened on the Wednesday. It all happened on it the Wednesday. It was out of the so, blue? Sorry? It was out of the blue, was it? Yeah, it was for me, but I only asked him for some money. <laughs> That's all I did. Because there was people coming into the club getting big signing-on fees and I've been there for eight years. Sure. And as I say, there was a captain of the club and I've just went in and asked him for a... Like I say, non-fee. 
And it's a, not a very good thing to do at the time. <laughs> he was ready for me because Lenny must have spoke to him on the Tuesday night. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so it all happened the, the following day. Wow. And, we, and we couldn't believe it no. was time for us. No, we I couldn't. couldn't believe our luck. No. Really? I just, oh, oh, I yeah. just, we couldn't believe that. I mean, that's a, that was a quality sort of signing that we we weren't used yeah, to. Yeah, but Lenny, Lenny uh, he did that with a lot of players that, who had a point to prove. Mm. And so we, yes. uh, yeah, like Paul Miller, mm. Gar Crooks, yeah. people like that weren't yeah, playing, yeah. and they they thought they had uh, a little mm. more in them. And we did have a point to prove to yeah. had a point to prove to Cluffy, yeah. and it so happens they tried to sign me back six months later. <laughs> oh, did they really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, he wanted me back six months later. Wow! So I told him to go on a train back to Nottingham. Oh, Watford! Go see Graham. So you had the choice of going to Watford or Charlton. Yeah. What, 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 what gave it to you for Charlton over Watford? Well, Watford trained in the morning and in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> right. And what was, the, what was the team spirit like? And who were the characters in the side uh, that, when you arrived at Charlton? Uh, when I, uh, well, I had uh, Jim Melrose, like I knew for Scotland teams, and yeah. uh, Mark Reid. Uh, you had Tomo. Every time I seen Tomo, he was bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> Came out of the shower, he was still bleeding. Shirt, sure, he's going to give us his blood stains. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But um, you could tell it was a family club. Yeah. You could tell it was a family club straight away. And uh, I settled in straight away like that. It was great. I enjoyed it. And you, and you keep in touch with any of those characters? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was still, uh, well, Reedy, I was still in contact with Mark. We played uh, golf up at Trun. Not, not the Trun. <laughs> yeah. the, the one inside the, the city. There's four train, uh, four golf courses in there, and I got uh, most years to go see him. He still got you. He still looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He looks as though he's got no blood in his face whatsoever. Well, well, uh, well. A future podcast idea is is getting you, Reedy, and uh, Stuart Barmer together. Oh, you, you need a translator <laughs> for Stuart. I'm not going in any room with Stuart Barmer. I'm sorry. <laughs> I refuse to do that. If, if we can find the funds, I thought maybe we'd do it in like a, a nice hotel on the, on the shores of Lot Lomond or something like that with some single malt. They, they won't uh, let Stuart in. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure our, uh, our budget will stretch. No, I don't think our budget will go that far, will it? Not his drink bill. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how was Lenny Lawrence? And how, how much of an influence was he on your career? And how did he differ to Cluffy? Um, he was a lot more quieter than Cluffy. Right. But uh, was, uh, the first week I was down here, I had a, a coach, uh, Brian, well, I can't remember his, his second name, but he, t- he told me to get it out of my feet and kick it in the corners for Jim Melrose to run onto, and I came, I physically can't do that. Because <laughs> at Forest, we played five, no, just five yards, and if you kicked mm-hmm. it more than five yards, Cluffy got you off. Right. Right, so that was the way he wanted yeah. to play. So, But it, it worked out eventually, that's the way we played. Right. And yeah. we, we won a lot of games doing that. Right, and I went up to Lenny the, the first week I was here. And I said, "I think you've picked the wrong person, Lenny, because <laughs> I can't physically get it out of my legs." Yeah, I pass it to feet, and he came. Don't worry, he says, uh, "You'll you'll get used to it." And I t- the first time it worked was against um, Everton at Selhurst Park. I put two balls over the top for Jim Melrose. He chipped a goalkeeper. He got a hat trick that day. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then the last goal, of, like I, I crossed it, I think, and then. John Pearson backheaded it and he scored his hat trick then. Oh. And I realised that that's working. Right. Okay. <laughs> but my, my thigh was killing me. <laughs> he's actually quite an underrated player, Jim Melrose, wasn't he? He's, he's yeah. one that he all, because I think we've been blessed by strikers yeah, really yeah. through the years when you think about Mendonkers and Derek Cowles yeah. and what have you. And he's not one that crops up. No. But there's some fantastic memories of Jim Melrose on yeah. there. Jim yeah. Melrose played like um, Gary Nelson. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. yeah. He, he'd, he'd make like my bad balls look good. Yeah, he'd, he'd go and get them, chase everything. Yeah, yeah. chase everything, and he, 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 we knew that he would he wouldn't give up. But the defenders thought, you know, that's yeah. that's going out. But he would go and get it. Yeah, and get it back to us. Yeah, no, that's Gary Nelson all over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that nine seconds goal at Upton Park was something we we'll always remember with uh, Jim mm. Melrose. Oh, Melrose remember, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, incredible. You wouldn't be happy with that as always. <laughs> we didn't even kick off in that game as well. You know, they kicked no. off. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah forget that, don't you? They kicked off and we went. Yeah. Bloody hell. So, were you from the word go on free kick duties when you arrived at Charlton? Uh, no, it was uh, well. I signed the same day as Andy Peake. Ah, cool. And Andy Peake was uh, 
he he was boomer. We used to call him boomer. He used to call him <laughs> boom it. When I, I was a little bit more cultured, I could curl it a little yeah. bit. Peaky rocket. rocket. Yeah, peaky yeah. rocket. And you're, like, you're sitting, standing in a wall in training, you're coming, don't hit it. And he would batter it. It would go about 300 miles an hour. <laughs> he would. And Bob used to get a net rush. <laughs> get the ball at the net all the time from. Oh, God. I yeah. had an interesting fact about Andy Peake. Actually, while we were in the pub... Uh, uh, Old Trafford. He said that Andy Peake was Gary Lineker's best man, and, and Gary Lineker was Andy Peake's best man. Yeah, it was. Yeah, is that yeah, true? Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. very good friends. Little fact, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Peake went off to join the old bill, didn't he? Did yeah, he, did I remember. He? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, see, yeah, because he went to to Borough with Lenny, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, I was at Borough for three. Well, months yeah, I was going to say to you. I was going to say to you. Me and Lenny had a little bit of mix up. Was that on a radio show? Or not? No, that wasn't. No, that was no. Mick Flanagan there. That yeah, was Mick Flanagan, Flanagan. yeah. Flanagan, right. Yeah. yeah. He gave the tactics away, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I was up there for three months with uh, Colin Todd. Uh, yeah. He, he wanted to sign me and things like that. And he says, but the only thing is, I'm not going to be here next year. Lenny's coming. I came to see you. <laughs> <laughs> back, back down to London. So they knew Lenny was all going already? Oh, yeah. About two, well, Colin Todd. I played with Colin at uh, yeah. Forest, so... It's probably, it shouldn't have been said. Right. But he says, like, I'm leaving at the end of the year. Wow. And so uh, you knew before anyone else that Lenny was going to Middlesbrough? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, as a player, yeah. It seems like it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to say that. Because <laughs> well, it came. Because what? That's why I came back down here. Yeah. Well, it came completely out of the blue, didn't it, when Lenny left? That day when, he, well, the day before, he announced... We were signing Alan Kernigan, right? Yeah, we were signing, please, yeah. you know, we had a, a promo and everything like that where Lenny put his head through a... Uh, I don't know if that's still around. Lenny the Lion or something. Yeah, yeah. well, something like that. It was a, a totaliser, and if Cholton fans can raise this, we can sign that plan. It was for Kernigan, wasn't it? Yeah. And and then the next day, Lenny was off to, to Borough. Yeah. yeah. Completely out of the blue. Yeah. I remember that. God, I was, was absolutely shocked. I was going to ask you if you were yeah. shocked when Lenny left, but you yeah. obviously weren't. No, no, <laughs> we passed on trains and <laughs> <laughs> train, the train is a theme of this podcast, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, were you surprised by the decision to appoint Curbs and Gritty as, as joint, joint um, or, or was that I, an obvious I thought, thing? I thought they would have brought in an experienced manager, but um, not really, no. No, because uh, the two of them were, they'd done their old coaching badges and everything like that. They were heading towards that way. Right. Yeah. So, they might as well have started here, and it was a great decision. Yeah. Mm. It was a mm. great decision. And I think it was made out of necessity, really. Cause yeah, because they, couldn't, yeah, afford they couldn't afford to get someone in. But, yeah. but it, was, it was difficult, because they were my mates, and uh, yeah. at half-time, if they kept, I never got a rollick in the troll. Right. <laughs> I, I thought, I'm just going to stay here, man. <laughs> right, they're my mates. I was going to ask, how did that oh, no. manageship, what was the dynamic? Was it a good cop, bad cop thing? It was, uh, Curbs would... Uh, Goffy's head, basically. He was a cluffy. Right. And Gritty would stand back with his, his two fingers on his uh, chin like that. You can see him do it. Then he'd go round and just say, like, he, he meant this. And he said so to Curves because he used to rave. Right, teacups thrown and stuff like that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a cliche. Like it must, must be difficult for both you know, players and for them because, you know, the hardest thing I remember from the arm, in, in the army is when you get promoted... And suddenly you're yeah, asking your mates, your mates to do you. things, you're yeah. telling them. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you've changed. Yeah. And that must be the same in a football environment. You... Yeah, it was. It was, it was like, um, it was not, not, not in a football environment. It was like out of football. That they used to tell you to behave yourself and things like that and stay in. And yeah. and you think, hang on a minute. Yeah, a week earlier. <laughs> yeah. We were out. <laughs> 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 now, greatest favourite quote every Boxing Day was, oh, you look as though you've had a good Christmas. <laughs> Every year, I was just waiting for it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, when when you arrived, were you aware of the sort of the Valley backstory? Not at all. I never even knew. Uh, our, our guy called Arnie Warren came and picked yeah. me up at St Pancras, and uh, we drove by. We drove by the Valley, and I thought we were. I actually never thought. I never thought Chelton was away for the Valley. And he took us to Blackheath and uh, the Clarendon and Blackheath. Then the next day they took us to Sellers Park and I'm thinking, hang on, I thought I was playing the reserves or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just for a game. But uh, it took a, well, it took about two or three days to realise yeah. like, what, right. what had happened and things like that. Because I, I, I'm not ignorant, but I, I never knew. Mm. I was in my little cocoon in Nottingham at the time. Yeah, of course. And um, So it wouldn't have had an effect on you, really? You no, no, you know, no, no, not at all. 
But as soon as I went to the training ground, the lads were there and everything like that. You could see something was happening. Right. And you could tell that the first year, I'll just see a picture of Gritty up there. Mm. But the first year, that, that's how we all felt at the end of the the season because we're absolutely exhausted but we gave everything for that's Lenny like, that's the mm. Ellen Road no St Andrews oh that's uh, the St Andrews yeah that's yeah. What, yeah that one yeah. that was in the middle of August wasn't it was <laughs> at the, no it was it was, <laughs> it was so late wasn't it it was late yeah because we yeah. kept dro- drawing with people and yeah because we played Ipswich, didn't we? Um, yeah, that was at Sailhurst Park. <coughs> like yeah. playing them in the playoffs. Didn't we? Yeah, we had them okay, in the before playoffs. Before you say it, I missed a penalty there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. see his face drop. <laughs> <laughs> mention that. Yeah. But then it was the, the, the playoff final. Was it two legs, wasn't it? One at, one at the Valium. We drew both games. Yeah, we, one all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Leeds. yeah. And then it went to St Andrews as the final. You know, the, in the, the first day, was it Garth Crooks? Or? No, uh, Mello. Oh, was Jim Mello. Was it Mello? Yeah, I headed yeah. at the back post. It was a good yeah. cross. Yeah. It was a great yeah. cross, Colin. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and then obviously up to St Andrews and, and the battle up there. And, and I mean, it was what, only a couple of thousand Charlton fans there. I think there I'd rather and, have experienced that as a player than a supporter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we had it as well. They were headbutting the bus. Yeah. As we parked oh. up, the lead supporters were headbutting the bus, and Lenny wouldn't get us off really until we got a police escort into. Well, that was Ellen Road. That wasn't St Andrews. I think that almost shows the how close we came to losing our football club. Really. Oh, the Lenny, mean, Lenny uh, said that would have been finished. It would have been finished. Yeah. And, and mm. the, you know the support had dwindled to that because you know nowadays taking nine thousand up to Old Trafford midweek, you know, there's no reason why we didn't take as many fans as Leeds. I mean, obviously they're a bigger club than us, yeah. wise Yeah. But that, that showed you how that hardcore had gone down. Mm. Whereas, conversely, I think the adversity of playing at Sellers Park every week probably forged a personality for your side that helped you yeah. do well. Yeah. Because you were up against it. You know, you regularly you were playing against teams that had more supporters in the ground than Charlton fans. Oh yeah. At Sellers Park, you know. One of the first games of the season, I don't know if it was the second season at Sellers Park, it was Liverpool, and they were yeah, they were beating us uh, 3-0, yeah. Yeah. and we heard this big roar for the side, and we turned it over, and it was Rushy running up on the touchline, warming up. And it just yeah. returned from Juventus. Juventus, yeah, and I'm thinking, yeah. oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, they had yeah. 15,000 supporters yeah. there at Liverpool. Yeah. 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 This big roar trick, I think. No, that wasn't the Rosenthal no, that hat-trick. Was that was yeah. midweek, wasn't it? Was an early one, right? Yeah. Was, a hat-trick. That was the first game of the season and if Suthers was here he'd probably tell you yeah we had parachutists and things like that coming into Sellers yeah. Park and stuff like that yeah and they so that was just a place yeah it probably was yeah, <laughs> yeah. was a long way to go <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's, it certainly is but talking yeah. to Suthers he, he rightly makes the point as you just did really if we lose that game against no, Leeds finished, yeah. it mm. was, I don't think not many people realise how critical that was yeah. to get a result there and what a way to do it as well. Yeah. 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 Last yeah. The Yorkshireman scoring against the Yorkshire team. Yeah. You know, there you go. Oh. Very popular up there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <shirtly. laughs> yeah. So what, what did you, where did you prefer to play your home game? Sellers Park or Upton Park? Oh, Upton Park, no problem. No. Well, Sellers Park was a nightmare. Yeah. Absolutely nightmare. What, logistically or, or just because Upton Park's a better stadium? Uh, I think it was getting there and getting back and... We were, I think we were stewarded by them as well, right. and uh, they were hot, they were not very nice, were they? No, they weren't. No, they, they weren't, weren't very nice. Nah. But Upton Park, it seemed to be that the two clubs were together. If you know what I mean, yeah. because it's closer. Yeah, I think uh, they understood the Charlton. They 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 made us so welcome. Yeah, they did, the West yeah. Ham staff made Charlton staff feel so welcome because I used to steward there. Um, it's interesting because I whenever we've played West Ham, I've yeah. always felt that. You do see families going to the ground where yeah. you know some in West Ham, some in Charlton. Yeah, right. Yeah. And the river's a huge cultural barrier. We yeah. know that, but actually the grounds are very close. We are. We we were. You know, we were very close to them. Obviously, we were a bit probably a bit closer now. But but at Upton Park, the the welcome we got, and it was it was more of a, you know, they understood our predicament. They were more of a football club. But Sellers yeah. Park, it was more about what money can we get out of yeah. Charlton. I mean, we yeah. paid for Nigel Martin. Let's say. Yeah. You know, their goalkeeper, they signed their million-pound goalkeeper they signed from um, Southampton. Mm. And who paid for that? Our gate receipts paid for that. Mm. So 
there Upton you go. Park, trying to remember the games, though. There's a few, isn't there? I mean, mm. I remember a few. Um, yeah. You know, the opening day of the season win against Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, the Leicester one. The Leicester game. Oh, yeah. that, that was David Tweet scored. Yeah. Yeah. Another low. No, it was three. I think it was three, wasn't it? Was it? Another low light was a yeah. Marco Gabardini hat trick in about oh, four minutes. Yeah. yeah. Week, right? so, I yeah. remember the, the Leicester game where we, I think we scored just before half time yeah. and we made it 2 0. Yeah. And Whitey, Whitey came into the dressing room and he was cut. And I, I was like, what happened? Because at Upton Park, you went up the tunnel, referee went in his room, then you went away yeah. in the home dressing room. So you had a battle at the, the end. Once the referee went in his room, you just waited for someone. <laughs> and he's came in, his eye was all over. Oh, really? I said, who hit you? He came Walshy. I came, you're on your own. I was going to chase someone, and I thought, no, you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a big lad, was he? Oh, not yeah. many. yeah. They were frightening. They were a good team, but that yeah. day they we just completely yeah, outplayed them as well. Yeah, yeah, playing as well, didn't they? Yeah, Matt. Yeah, Matt Elliott. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. 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 he was he's a Charlton fan, isn't he, Matt? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Do you yeah. think? Yeah, well, he, came he, he played. The, yeah, through the ranks here. Yeah, mm. was it yeah. Steve Welsh you mentioned the big lad? Yeah, Steve Welsh. Yeah, I was in the army with him. Where are you? He got signed straight from the army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was at Harrogate. We Royal signals. Wow. Yeah. He was one of the last sort of players to go from army football into the professional game. Oh, okay. Really? In Peterborough forever, right? When he managed there a few times. Yeah. Yeah. That game was that it was an interesting game when we had what fifteen thousand Leicester fans decided yeah. to descend upon because they needed to win yeah, that to, to get, get automatic promotion. Yeah, and they ended yeah. up in the playoffs, didn't they? Mm. I don't think they won in the playoffs as well, did they? I don't know. We just lost out then. Yeah. Bristol Rovers, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So did Leicester go up that season? Leicester, I don't know if they I went up or not. I can't remember. No. Oh god, it's so I long ago. The Bristol Rovers <laughs> yeah. game. That was at Twerton Park, I think. Went we beam back at the Eris Sports Centre for that one. That was the first time they beamed something back, and and you know there was the no alcohol. That was a bit of ground. Here at Sports Centre was a far better ground. Yeah, I mean, quite, here, yeah, it's quite the, lively yeah. down there. I can tell you. Yeah, I know. My missus tells me about yeah. it. She remembers that. Yeah, the horses and everything. Like that. <laughs> the yeah. old beanbags, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frank Skinner tells a really good story about um, when they had a beanback, uh, bean at uh, the Hawthorns uh, for a cup game that not everybody could get to or something, and. There was it was just home fans, but there was a bit of trouble. There was some fights broke out. Yeah. And then the, the chairman the next day on the local news was forced to say, uh, "We might have to look about doing future beanbacks, and if we do do another beanback, it might have to be behind closed doors." <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. yeah, it got a bit airy in the beanback as well, but uh, it wasn't like that. It was just um, uh, you know, don't drink your beer inside of everybody. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. They, they, that was a. That was a. That was a disappointing end to that season, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we were flying at one stage. Yeah. yeah. Is that when we sold Rob Lee? Yeah, we, were, um, we had a lot of injuries. There were a lot of players playing with injuries. Like right. I, had, I had a hernia. Robert had a hernia. I think, um, I don't know if Sweaty was playing at the time. But we were, all, we were struggling. There was a few of us struggling. And, yeah. uh, it just—it was too much at the end. Right. Yeah, it was far too much. At the but end. was that the season that Robert went to Newcastle? It may have been. Yeah. Which obviously funded the the, the return. Yeah. yeah. And were you guys yeah. aware? You must have obviously uh, at this stage been aware of the battle to get back to the ballet. And oh yeah, yeah. Well, because of the local newspaper, uh, was it was Mercury. Yeah. 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 We, we were, but uh, we had meetings and things like that at the training ground. The chairman right. would come up and keep us informed, but it was we couldn't say anything. It was mm. right. Okay. But we knew eventually we would get back there. Because mm. because right. of the supporters and like Mr. Alwyn, yeah, mm. I think Mr. Alwyn was the the main person that got us. Back. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so December the fifth, nineteen ninety two, it's happening. We're going we're going to be playing a home game back at the Valley for when you know so long it seemed like it never happened. Talk us through like the week or so leading up to that and leading up to the Pompey game and then the day itself. Do you, also, do you get fed up talking about it? No, not at all. No, not at all. And the, the older I get, the more I realise how important it was to people and how important it was to me, basically. Yeah. Like scoring a goal and everything like that. But the, the week leading up to it, we trained here twice and Paula was furious. Cool. <laughs> he, was, he was trying to get us off the pitch and he, was, he had a fight with Gritty. And, really? But we had to find out what the surface was like. Yeah, and it was... Yeah. Um, 
but I never tra I trained once because I, I was injured uh, until the Wednesday. And I made, I made myself fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Pardew wasn't happy either. <laughs> We've but, heard that before. Yeah, Kev's uh, decision. But uh, I, I played, Gritty played. But the actual game itself, I was late for it because of the, the march from hmm. Willich. Yeah. I get stuck up there. <laughs> and that, I keep looking at Gritty up there in that picture. Every, he's... It done me for 50 quid for being late. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the start of my day. Yeah. <laughs> what, 50 quid late? Yeah, 50 quid late. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, we realised we only had one toilet in the porter cabin that Stuart Balmer was in for about three hours. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we came out early for the warm-up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was no reason other than... We usually come out at half past two and just ten minutes at back in. Yeah. We were out a bit... Uh, yeah. At two o'clock. <laughs> that was all down to Sweaty. Then that <laughs> night, um, myself and Sweaty and someone else went. We went to see Jim Davison up um, day 13 of... Circus Tavern? Circus Tavern. Yeah. 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 And uh, Sweaty's had a few drinks as usual. And Jim just turned around and came, oh, my team won today, Charlton nil. And Sweaty stood up. <laughs> he started standing up and said, you don't do that, we're comedians. <laughs> <laughs> And he said, I'm going to get him. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> but that was my whole day. That, wow. but what, yeah. what a day, what an atmosphere. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. And I what I should have done, I, I've just seen my shirt yeah. behind, behind me. You, I, should yeah. have, I should have took that, I should have got the ball, but you don't think about things like that. Yeah. 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 Not like Steve Hodge. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was my room partner. Yeah. <laughs> I, watched, I saw your goal from, stood on the garage block at Lansdowne Mews. Yeah, yeah, because I just couldn't get a ticket that day. I was trying yeah. anything. I, you, you know, know, offering money to Portsmouth fans, and and then about twenty minutes before the end, they opened the gates to the covered end, and of course mm. you were able to walk in. Right. So, the end so you came in, and but the actual goal I was stood on the garage. Oh right, Hughes, back of Sam Bartram's gate. You know, well, that in itself is a nice story, though, isn't it? Even though you'd yeah. obviously rather. Yeah, I didn't beat see. It. I saw the ball, but I couldn't see you. Could you? Right. Know, yeah, like, <laughs> I was so quick. Wasn't <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlton fans are familiar with that. Famous video clip of uh, Curbs's pre-match team talk, where he says uh, it, um, urges the players to plenty of shots. Plenty of shots, yeah. Tell me, there was more to it than that. <laughs> it must have no, been. it was. Uh, to tell you the truth, <laughs> as I said, we trained on it. Was um, well, I think it was a Wednesday and a Thursday we trained on it. And you could tell it was skidding off the surface. Right. Okay. And that mm. did come to, to... No, before that, that was... Uh, <laughs> the, the language was before that. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't do that, you're getting this and you're getting that. But uh, no, that was mainly because Bob was struggling out mm. here because it was skidding off the, right. the surface because the grass was so uh, short. Okay. And, uh, well, I think they watered it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They were still painting the stands when we came in, but yeah. it was... Um, no, there was a, a lot more to that. Like we, we do a lot on a Friday. Yeah. But uh, he was trying to get me to clear uh, at the near post mm. like, for the in-swinging corners. I was the first man there. Right. I came, Curbs, I've never heard of the ball in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> swapped. Swapped. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know what? I'm gonna, this is going to be a new regular question of mine yeah. to every player we have on here. When you're playing and you head the ball, does it sometimes hurt? Oh, yes, indeed it does, yeah. Because... I, you know, I played football at a very, very low standard when I was a kid, and it often hurts. Yeah. But, you know, players, you know, when you're, when you're heading a bolder clearance, you'd never get it exactly smack on the sweet spot. Yeah, you'd have to be in the stand to get one of his clearance. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But that's like, yeah. Oh, no, no, you have to have it in the sweet spot. If you don't, uh, it does hurt, yeah. yeah. It stings a little bit, but... Well, you kind of get a bit of a... I'm yeah. not sure it hurts Ryan Innes. Well, this yeah. is it. I'm, it's like... Yeah. It might go anywhere when it hits his head, but yeah. I'm not sure. It, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously, it. there's technique, and, and if you get it right, you get it right. It's oh, yeah. fine. But mm. occasionally, when you yeah. go up for a challenge, you're never going to, you know. Yeah. No, you're, you're, not, you're off balance as well, so it could hit you anywhere. Yeah. But the worst ones are when it hits you in the ear. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> it yeah. stings. here for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good excuse, though, when you go in at half time and you're down 2 0. Well, I can't hear anything. The ball broke, yeah. you know, I'm deaf. <laughs> <laughs> go back to the wave. Sorry. <laughs> Can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to ask Brownie that as well. Um, yeah, because I feel like yeah. it's a question that's not asked enough, yeah. especially given the backdrop of the the debates of late yeah. about yeah. kids not heading the ball and yeah. you know, dementia yeah. and all that. Mm. 
I think the balls are a lot uh, softer now. Yeah, I'm sure. Than they were from the I'm not that old. <laughs> some, some of the ones we got in here from the 40s and whatever. Yeah, they, they look no, terrible, no. don't they? Can I ask about another game? Of is that all right? Because, you, you know, obvious one is talking about Back to the Valley, but being a historian, anniversary time, 31 years ago yesterday, mm. probably one of the most epic games Charlton fans ever remember Newcastle 3, Charlton, Charlton 4. four. Oh, yeah, scored, yeah, 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 I scored twice. twice, yeah. You scored twice. You were harshly um, a free kick awarded against you for them to open the scoring, if you remember. Oh, never, thank you for never, that. Never <laughs> a free kick there. And uh, it was just a game that had everything, didn't it? Yeah, we, we had a, I th- the second half we played really well. The first half, they scored really, three quick they goals, three didn't they? Yeah, then uh, goals. Anthony scored one just before half-time. Yeah. They got us in it, but... We were dying to get out of that dressing room because that was one of the ones Curbs went off his nut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we, we thought, better get out of there yeah. and uh, do something. But it was a, that was a great goal game. Was a great goal. Or the, the second goal, your, your first one was a great goal. Yeah, that uh, was with my right foot. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah that could have went anywhere. Don't, don't worry, <laughs> that, that could have went anywhere. Don't worry about that. 4 3. And it was just. Uh, and, and then, Is that 31 years ago? Yesterday. Damn. Yeah, January yeah. the 18th, 1991. Yeah, and and one of the scorers for um, uh, that day for Newcastle uh, was a young youngster, and he played a couple of games from that time. A bloke called Andy Hunt. Don't know whatever happened to him. God. Yeah, Andy Hunt. You know, came to us, scored for Newcastle that day. Did Keith's uh, son score as well? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a coincidence. In his well. pre-Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, look at that. But what a, I mean, what a day! And you know, some of the not me, but some of the sports were even given lifts back to the station in police vans and all sorts because yeah. the locals weren't that happy. And about three hundred of us in a little corner there of the Legion's end. Um, and and we'd won the year before at Newcastle. Mm. We had a habit of winning. Yeah, we Newcastle, always had a good result there. I mean, so you had, but, uh, had a bad memory up there as well. Yeah, well, that brought my leg up there, didn't it? Then yeah. that was the next time I played when I scored yeah. the two goals. Yeah, I mean that your, your leg injury aside, I mean you, you should have you would have played for Scotland at that. I was right? uh, I was playing uh, when I was at Nottingham Forest. I played against. Uh, Norwich, uh, it was three two we won, yeah. and I'm boasting here. I scored the three goals, yeah. and I was playing for Scotland on the Wednesday. Yeah, but I broke my neck. What? They took me. Yeah, I broke a bone in my neck, and uh, so you had to be called up to the first team. Squad, yeah. yeah, I was in hospital and everything in Norwich. Stayed yeah. overnight in Norwich because at this they put a but I, I get knocked out basically. Yeah, and I, I chipped something in my neck. But uh, that's every time. Every time I went to play for Scotland, I get injured. <laughs> <laughs> Not phone, a call, phone call to the manager, don't pick me. Yeah, don't pick me this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah. The, broke, the broken legs. You, you broke your leg. It was against Newcastle. It was against Newcastle, wasn't it? it yeah. was Arsenal, wasn't it? In a reserve yeah. game, I think. Yeah. The second time. Yeah, at, at Welling. Yeah, that was about, um, about eight months after I broke it the first time. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've done all the pre season, everything like that. And um, I think it was the second. Second game of the season for the reserves. I was sub for the first team, mm. and you have to play in the reserves then to yeah. keep yourself fit. Mm. And I done it again, and it was a, a total accident. I, so I wasn't ready to tell you the truth. Yeah. I don't think it was ready. Is that right? You came back too soon? Do you think? I, I didn't think so. No, no. but the mm. bone told me so. Mm. Was, yeah. How old were you at the time? Then you sort of. Uh, must have been about twenty-five. Yeah. So you're invincible, really, at that age, anyway, aren't you? Yeah. you feel it so. Oh, I feel it, yeah. yeah. But uh, it was worrying times because I, I didn't know if I had the, the stomach to do it again because it was hard work getting over a broken leg, yeah. I must admit, especially yeah. with Jimmy Hendry, yeah. who's a Rangers supporter, so I'm a Celtic supporter. <laughs> <laughs> he ran me down to the ground. It was him that got me back, Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. But after, after you know, breaking your leg once and, and rehabilitating yourself and then to do it again that must hit you hard mentally mustn't it oh yeah yeah that, that was that was half of it half of it was in your head yeah yeah but Jimmy got me in he, I never even got a plaster on it the second time I don't think and uh, Jimmy had me in two days later right like in the weight room and he kept us involved with everything yeah. and hmm. but I ran backwards for about two months <laughs> yeah to build up my calf muscles right okay and uh, you wouldn't have thought that like to try to get fit again but he he, he was brilliant Jimmy didn't understand the word he was saying. It's a glass of used to, it, I, I do remember um, back in the day, and you'd never see this now, but you'd go out and pre-season, you lot would be running around the Borough of Greenwich. Yeah. 
Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you drive around all of a sudden Cheltenham running past you isn't it? and gritty after them you know like that as a, as a little terrier trying to keep the stragglers yeah, yeah. I think you might have been one of the stragglers actually oh, no, I'll tell you the truth I was quite good at pre-season yeah. because I just ran constantly at the same speed right. <laughs> some of the youngsters would fly over yeah. the uh, beginning and then they'd lose all their strength and I would just like tortoise in the head <laughs> yeah. well Scott Minto says that he used to do his, your running for him oh yeah I used to get him to do it yeah, yeah. <laughs> get a dog and bark yourself <laughs> <laughs> That was a nice little uh, little partnership, you and him. Oh, Scotty was brilliant, yeah. Then I had Anthony mm. after that. Yeah. Then they put Lee Boyer next to me, and I thought, I could play until I'm 90 here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were just running up and down. I thought, like, get back. And <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the, the, the teams you've played in, who's the best you've ever played with in a championship? Right, Robert Lee. Yeah. Without a doubt, Robert Lee. Centre half, I would say, is Shirty. Yeah. And uh, I don't like to say this, but Sweaty was a good centre half. <laughs> we have uh, Simon Webster, the two of them yeah. together that you, you wouldn't get by there too. Mm. And uh, yeah, Robert Lee was miles above everybody else here. So it was no surprise when he went off. Oh, no, no, no. Good luck to him. Yeah, yeah no, he absolutely. was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Because Lenny came sniffing for him from Middlesbrough, didn't he? And then Keegan just bought him unseen, didn't he? Yeah. That's the story. But we, if we were winning the game, we used to just give it to Robert with less uh, 10 minutes to go. And he just used to keep it. Yeah, yeah it was brilliant. He was. It's just a great story, you know, seeing him in debut and down here and scoring against Grimsby on, it, on his first ever mm. game. And he was, he was just like the local lad. We like yeah. a local boy to do well. Yeah. And uh, it was just. It Didn't wonderful. he score the last goal here? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. When yeah. you, uh, yeah. that's right. He moved. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. also scored in that that season in Oper against Newcastle. Was the first goal at Upton Park. There's two things happening. So. Um, he scored the first goal. We won two 0 open day of the season, and that was the first goal at Upton Park. And then Carl Carl scored. scored a, a header, yeah. Yeah. That was his first ever goal at home fixture after four years. Was it? He'd yeah. only scored a, away games up until that point. Yeah. And that was that. Yeah, that was uh, the, the the match winner, wasn't it? In that, that game, it was a great side, really. We're, yeah. And I, I, I guess because of Miles in the side now. We, we feel closer to that sort of generation because we, we think of Carl and we've got an interest in it. And yeah. So. And the players, when you speak to ex-players, they say that Carl Eben was one of the most underrated players. Oh, he was, he was incredible. Yeah, he was a, a midfield player's uh, dream because mm. he used to hold two of them off. Yeah. And this is where his son's got to learn. He, yeah. he's, he's got to learn to go back a little bit yeah. and right. hold it up and give it back, not go towards it and try to yeah. control it and... He's, he's got to learn. I'm sure Carl will have a word with him. Would do, yeah, yeah. But uh, Carl was a, he was a dream, absolute dream to play he with. Quite a big part in the first goal back at the Valley, didn't he? Oh he yeah, did, did some but, of that. And... Well, if you if you ask Bob Boulder, he started all <laughs> with his yeah. clearance. It's <laughs> Bob's vision, wasn't it? Oh yeah, he's he took a glass out of sleep. <laughs> and then Carl's uh, performance at Stamford yeah. Bridge as well when he yeah. flattened there. <laughs> and that, 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 <laughs> game, yeah. that was a game, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a beauty then. But he struggled at first, Carl, didn't he? Because Lenny, you know, persevered with Carl for a long time and he was a bit yeah. of a boo boy. Uh, you know, right. the, I think the crowd got He's, on his He wasn't back a, a natural goal scorer. No. <laughs> he, he, he wasn't a natural looking football player. That's no. what I think it was because he was gangly and he was. Yeah. But, but once he got his strength, like when he was six, I laid on his first goal at uh, Newcastle when he was six. Right. Was he 16 when he came on at Newcastle? Then I had broken my leg twice, and I laid on his second goal. At Villa Park? Somewhere else, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was the only score at Parks, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Upton Park, you see that first yeah. goal? So, yeah. Then when we started playing properly, he used to get a few goals. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But you wouldn't believe how many goals he made for people. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I guess Ratton Park, because we always score there anyway, and we no. always win there, don't we? Yeah. So, yeah. You know. yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And a good partnership with Nels as well. Yeah. 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 Hey, Nels, Nels came into the squad from Brighton obviously and, and we were we were having hard times at that time weren't we and then I think um, was it uh, what's it say? Steve Gatton yeah mm. Steve Gatton came in as well and they kind of added a bit of maturity to because we had a lot of youngsters coming yeah. through at the time as well I mean else oh, he calls himself a journeyman but um, he's, he was a hell of a good footballer though he certainly was, yeah. I feel he's yeah. never left. He's always here. Yeah. He's here every week, right? Yeah. 
Mind you, yeah, you're spotted got... in the uh, Plumstead Radical Club now. Quite oh right, dear me, yeah, that's Martin Penfold's fault. Yeah, that's no, nothing that's to do with me whatsoever. Really? And I had to pay my membership on uh, Saturday. <laughs> Twenty-eight quid. What? Wow. I said I only go in there once a month. <laughs> But uh, that's Mark, Mark Penfold, who's uh, I've got to know more of the, the the generation before me because of Keith Peacock. Yeah. Because yeah. as soon as I finished, I was in the Vets team. Yeah. Okay. And it was the ones for the seventies and eighties. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. What, what a bunch of lads they. Yeah. I was going to say about the Vets. The, yeah. There's some legendary tales of the you Vets. You don't want to know. <laughs> you want to see my solicitor, right? <laughs> <laughs> Undefeated, of course. Oh, of course yeah. we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 In our own yeah. minds. Yeah. We had some great trips, yeah, with the vets. But uh, Mark Penfold, that's where he, he's in Thamesmead, so we're meet, meeting the Radical. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I managed to get out there safe, <laughs> safe sometimes. <laughs> and for me, it's lovely that you still live local. That shows you've got an attachment oh, yeah, affiliation yeah. to the area and the club because you know we're not just a football club we're a community and oh, of course yeah, it's, like it's just a family you, yeah. you, mm. the whole club is run properly mm. and it's I'm, I'm not being funny but it's people like yourselves that are keeping it alive and everything like that got nowhere else to go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a radical yeah. Yeah. oh you get a membership there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quid, yeah. better beer in the river ale house I'd say. the river ale house yeah. 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 Um, yeah. timely plug for yeah. who very kindly sponsored this podcast so thanks to them uh, perfect pre and post match venue it is indeed all the craft beer needs yeah yeah mm. Though I, I do have to say, uh, I've got to praise the club for, for getting involved with uh, Meantime Brewery. Yeah. I was in the uh, the fans' bar before the game. And River Hours do a fantastic selection of beers, and they're good guys. So <laughs> I've had that in. But it was. Yeah. Other beers. <laughs> yeah. But it was nice coming in and, and, and having a, a decent beer for a change here at the There's Valley. no reason not to do that. We yeah. should be selling Goddard's Pie and Mash in here. Yeah. You know, or, or, or Morley's Fried Chicken, or, we, you know, all the things that local, we yeah. should be in, we should yeah. be encouraging yeah. that. Brew by numbers. Outsourcing. Brew by numbers. Brew by numbers. Yeah. We don't need to outsource because yeah. it's a rich. Yeah. area for all of that yeah. produce you know yeah. yeah this is steve brown you're listening to mod pod the podcast that won't let you down yeah colin while they've sorted themselves out i shall read this very generous quote that appears in alan kerbsley's memoirs uh, i'm sure you've read it cover to cover have you twice uh yeah <laughs> it says here page 126 uh, colin had a great left foot and was one of the players who did such a vital job for the club when we were going through some pretty tough times you could always rely on him and he had the ability to produce that little bit of magic during the course of a game that would excite the fans and possibly win the match. He was another proper player, both on and off the pitch. He was someone who was always reliable when it came to his performances, but he contributed in other ways, especially when it came to team spirit. Oh, that's very so nice. Thing, that, yeah, that's really nice. Yeah? Yeah. And, and your entry in Valley 500, Colin Cameron, he describes you as the best left-footed player he saw. Oh, that's yeah. really nice, yeah. Take those two away from you. Mm. Yeah. Which I tell everybody that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy Curbs' book now. I'll just tell everyone to download the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I will do. Right. Um, you ready? Let's draw some, some numbers out then. Go on then. What, what is this? This is like an FA this Cup draw. It's like an draw. FA Cup draw. And we, oh, all right, right, okay. Right, so right. We, we read a number out, we read a team, and then a question. So, right, first off. 66. Portsmouth. Ah. Have you ever had to buy a pint since scoring that goal? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to apologise to people. <laughs> that's uh, Bob. I keep mentioning Bob. He keeps on saying that's the last time I bought a drink. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. That's what the guys down the Plumstead Radical said. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. yeah, okay. Right, okay. Here we go. Off deep, Dave. 48. Liverpool. Oh. How mad is Bob Boulder? As a brush. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell you how mad he is. You've got to give us an, an anecdote. There must be what's well, your favourite um, Bob anecdote. What he used to come out, well, he had no teeth at the front. And when he used to come out and shout, Heathers! <laughs> I had no idea what he was saying. And he came out to try to punch a ball. And he, it was slaver everywhere. And so what was that, Bob? He had Heathers! <laughs> oh, my heavens. Oh, no, he's mad as a brush, don't worry. Yeah, he's uh, still as bad, isn't he? Yeah, I yeah. think he's got a dog that walks backwards and waggles its head. <laughs> That's how mad he is. All right, another one. Let's see we go. All right. 
Let's pick this out. 77. Stevenage. Mm. Okay, haggis or shepherd's pie? Oh, haggis. Okay. Plus shepherd's pie. <laughs> With a side of shepherd's pie. <laughs> and two paints, please. Yeah, the, the, link, the link of that question right. is uh, Steve Evans, of course. He'd have both. It, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a, it's a pie question. Yeah. That's a pie question. Yeah. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Yeah, yeah. We don't throw this thing together, you know. Right, okay. 61. Nottingham Forest. Oh. Okay. It's, it's, the question is simply Brian Clough, discuss. <laughs> discuss. Well, when I, I mentioned earlier on when I was in the European Cup uh, on the bench for the semi final. Well, by mistake, they gave me the bonus. Right. <laughs> and I was, it was £5,000. So, so if you want, that's the European Cup, they won £5,000. So. I, I got this money and I think, oh God, I'm going to buy myself a car. So I went and got myself a brand, well, it wasn't a brand new, uh, it was a Ford Capri white, G, GL, right? So I've come into pre-season training the next year and Cluffy was like, oh, that's a nice car, where did you get that? Young I came, young man. <laughs> and he came, um, I said, oh, I bought it off one of the directors, like owns the garage. He said, oh, mister, he said, oh, give us a key so I can see inside. So I said, right, go out and train. So by the time I've come back to the training, he's took the car back, he's brought this one, it was a Fiat 127, it was like a bubble car. <laughs> And he told me that I wasn't allowed to drive around Nottingham on a big expensive car because these people were working all week to pay my wages. She <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. But I said, well, what's the difference in the money? He said, I send it to your mother. Oh. <laughs> it, it was £2,000. My mum's never had £2,000 in her life. <laughs> she, got this, she says, what's this for? I said, that's my car money. <laughs> and he actually moved, gave us the keys for this uh, 127. So he did swap your car? He did, yeah, when I was out training. <laughs> Absolutely not. What a bloke. Yeah. What colour was the one two seven? Uh, lime green. Oh, oh no! That was a beautiful thing. Yeah. Well, like, really? like Del like Boys. Yeah. 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 Like Del <laughs> not the Capri though. No, no, Capri was a beauty. Yeah. But yeah. That, that went straight back in the showroom. That one. So what? A two point eight litre Capri to a, what? A one point one litre one two seven. I don't, I don't even think it was that. <laughs> yeah, I don't worry about that. Purring I along. Had to get out before I took up a hill. Yeah, <laughs> push it up. Yeah, push it up. Yeah, no, he swapped my car for me. Thank you. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> that is that is outrageous, isn't it? Mm. Oh God, could you imagine a, a manager doing that now for for you know, say, I don't know, Ronaldo? No. <laughs> yeah. You know, could you about well, Pierce Morgan would explode, wouldn't he? Mm. But um, uh, oh, that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, and he what? got away with it. Did he do that to other people as well? Oh, he's done a few things to right. Uh, Myself, I mentioned Gary Mills. Like, our training on a Monday morning when we signed pro, we signed pro at 17 with myself and Gary. Yeah. And Matt, his training was to get a bit of sellotape in the back of uh, Peter Taylor's car, get the dog hairs out. That was in the Monday morning. <laughs> right. But Muggins here had to get my, uh, my forest outfit on, catch a bus into the centre of Nottingham, a bus to Derby, <laughs> then another bus to his house to uh, clean up his leaves. <laughs> He's, he lived in the middle of Derby and I've, I'm walking around Derby with a forest like all my training <laughs> but it was character building <laughs> that's, and that's where I got my speech when I was younger <laughs> <laughs> so you how did you end up at Forest did you, you uh, um, well in uh, Scotland you went down to Man United yeah. Leeds for trials and things like that Yeah, and Man United didn't want me Forest wanted me Leeds wanted me and Aston Villa so you just and my dad wanted me to get away from basically the Celtic and Rangers thing. I mean, a name right. like Walsh, yeah. <laughs> you you play for Celtic, you know yeah. what I mean. But yeah. uh, he wanted me to get away from all that. So yeah. then I went back and haunted him five years later. Just <laughs> <laughs> got on a go. <laughs> right, let's have another one. Thirty-eight, Grimsby Town. What is the worst ground you've ever played at? You've just mentioned it. <laughs> I'm not, uh, Grimsby, the worst ground I've ever played at, it's got to be... Other than Sellers Park. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sellers yeah, Park, basically, yeah. But <laughs> it must have been something uh, reserves or something. Oh, we played at um, one of the universities once. Oh, that was in Nottingham, that wasn't here. But Grimsby, I've got so, uh, Grimsby, I've, I was coming back from about four knee operations and it was my final season, it was my testimonial year. 
and uh, I managed to get on the bench at Grimsby on a Tuesday night, and it was raining. Mm. And um, it Gritty about two. I think we were winning two one or something or two nil. Yeah. And the last five minutes, Gritty says, "Right, you're going on. Just settle it down. Just get it and just play." I came no. It was raining. <laughs> I said, he said, just go and warm up. I said, great, it's going to take me half an hour to warm up. I said, there's five minutes left. I said, like, I'm not going on there. I said, find me again. <laughs> I said, I ain't going on there for five minutes. I said, I've won the game. I said, I was ready to retire. I was ready to retire. Because <laughs> a Charlton fan sponsored that game that evening. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. A Charlton fan sponsored that game and had to go out and present the man of the match and he presented it to a Charlton player and was absolutely spat on by all the oh, Grimsby fans really? as he no. went up and done it. Yeah, God. yeah, yeah. Talking of retiring, uh, did it was it ever an ambition to go into coaching or management? Uh, no, no. I, I, I tried it. I tried it um, with... No, I've I done, done a few coaching badges with Jay. I went with Jason... Don uh, Jason Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's Jason Kylie. Kylie, uh, <laughs> Community scheme. Yeah, I was there for um, uh, about a year and a half, but um, no, I, I never. I had other things and plan. I had planned things before I retired anyway. So right, okay. I was into. Uh, I had a building company for about fifteen years. Okay. Uh, I, my my wife's father, God bless him, he's he was a builder, and when uh, Nottingham used to get two months off basically in the summer, and I used to go in with him and just help him. Basically, okay. and I, I learned a lot of things from it. Then I've ended up having a, a company down here that I had. Uh, I gave it up about twelve years ago now. So, but I enjoyed that. Right. But yeah. I, I don't think I would have had the patience either. Right. Yeah. Seven. Barrow. Ooh. Which player manager would you have gone to the end of the earth for? When I say player manager. It's like player or manager, not a player manager. Not a player manager. Not a yeah. player manager. It's just the way Dave's written it. Well, to, to, to get away from them all. I think the phrase they use these days is run through brick walls. Oh, yeah. run through brick walls. It'd probably been Cloughy because he would have... Uh, <laughs> he would have... <laughs> 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 behind you. Through, yeah, with my new car. Just sold your house. Yeah. Um, no, I think you, you get in a, a, your attitude towards football if you uh, want to do it for... You, you do it for yourself, basically. Yeah. But, uh, like, Kevs and Gritty were my mates, you know what I mean? So, and I think a lot of the, the players I played with were their, their mates as well, and we, we would have done it for them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lenny as well. I, I, it's a hard question because I had, I've had three managers. Yes. And uh, I would have done it for the three of them, yeah. basically. Yeah. So what player then? Player. Mm. John Robertson. Yeah. Forrest, yeah. 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 But he... I, I I never took over for him because I was I was in the middle of the Yeah, yeah, I was. He he moved to, well, he, he didn't. He actually uh, was in the reserves and he he moved on. But um, he 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 taught me a lot of things. He said the way Cluffy wanted us to play, all, all he wanted us to do was get the ball at our feet and cross it. And he used to say, if my centre forward's not in there, he says, that's my fault. Mm. I'll make sure there's someone in there. So my job was to get it out of my feet and just cross it. Right, okay. And Robbo, but he, Robbo was, he was about 15 stone, Robbo. Mm. And see how quick he was over five yards, you would not believe it. And, and you like growing up watching him play as well? Was he, yeah, you well, well, kid, well, well you know, I was his apprentice at Forest. Yeah. But no, no, not really. Who was your hero when you were a boy watching football then? Oh, it would have been... Something like Kenny Douglas or somebody yeah. like that. So yeah, that sort of early to mid. Yeah, and I nearly played with Kenny as well. Right. Really? Yeah, I was under under twenty ones, mm. and we were always always on the same plane. Like we used mm. to play on the Tuesday night, and the full team used to play on the Wednesday night. Mm. Yeah, yeah, somebody like uh, Kenny Douglas or something like that. He wouldn't be happy I've said that because <laughs> he probably thinks we're the same age. <laughs> <laughs> one more. One more. Yeah, come on. Right, here we go. 32. Everton. Oh, Everton. In the first 25 years of the Premier League, Everton lost the most matches in that period. What's your favourite toffee? <laughs> Cadbury's Caramel or Curly Whirly? Oh, Curly Whirly, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's well, before I got my dentures. I don't like them now. Bob Boulder wouldn't be able to. Oh, no. He would have sucked out to death. Yeah. It would have took him half an hour to eat that. <laughs> I was wondering where that was going, Dave. Yeah, sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> it was toffees, isn't it? You know, I mean, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there toffees. You go. 
My brother used to play for Everton. Yeah? And my younger brother, yeah. yeah. Right, he had one game in the first team, but he was there for about three years. Yeah. A proper club. Yeah. Uh, the t- yeah. Proper club. I think they're proper club. Yeah. 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 I like Everton. Well, listen, Colin, thanks so much for coming and do this. Oh, you're welcome. No problem. Oh, we've, got, we've got a presentation. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've got to do this yet. No, 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 no. Well, <laughs> it's not really a presentation for me. <laughs> it's, Colin, it's, it's as a museum, fun. we've got archives going back a long, long while. And uh, it's nice to reunite things every now and again with someone. So it's really, it's my pleasure to hand you this mint condition, Charlton Athletic Supporters Club, Player of the Year, third place... <laughs> 1992 mug for Colin oh, Walsh. Thank you very much. But you never That's bothered lovely. picking up at the time. I wanted to win it. <laughs> and you should no. put it behind the bar in the Plumstead Radical. Oh, yeah. There we are. Look, that will last two years, minutes. 31 years after the event. That is lovely. Thank you very much. Thank it's you. The original. Colin, thanks very much. You're welcome. Cheers. No problem. Anytime. You're listening to ModPod, the podcast from the team behind ModMag, the surprisingly good Charlton Athletic fancy. 